0: Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. Hey. Welcome to Minding My Business, where we get to celebrate women that have created a lane for themselves, and are doing extraordinary things. And thank you so much for being here today, Rochelle. This is Rochelle. It's been it's been about ten years. I've been trying to get her on the show. I,
1: I, I really tried today. <laughs> you did amazing.
0: I'm so grateful to have you here. But uh, for those of you who don't know, welcome to Minding My Business. This is a platform to celebrate women who have really done amazing things in their line of work, just stayed on course and has created a lane to inspire, to elevate people, to just be their best self in their business, in their mind and in their life. And it's an honor to have you on the show today. I really wanted to be so happy you could be here.
1: Yay. So I'm going to
0: introduce you. You can um, say something if if I miss anything, but it's Rochelle. She makes skin (laughs) glowy AF. Love it. Owner of Glow which is a med spa here in Miami, professional-grade skin treatment, and you have this hashtag, yes. Love More.
1: Where did that come so, from? So it came, honestly, I don't know. I used to just say it all the time at the end of um, a post or a story, just something I used to say all the time, and then people started catching on to me saying, Love More, and I was like, I didn't even realize I said it. Mm-hmm. I used to just say it at the end of everything, like Love More. And it, it just was something I would say, Wow. but nothing I really, nothing that I, nothing so I really high. thought about. It was just something that came really natural.
0: Hmm. I wasn't sure like what that was. So that was just yeah. a natural story, but did I miss anything? No, miss that was it. It was perfect. Oh, you. um, so
1: you're doing amazing things. Hey Jay. Um,
0: so you're doing amazing things. I mean, every time I, <laughs> Every time I see you or we get to catch up, you're always on to another adventure, a dream, and a vision. But before we get into that, what got you into the line of work that you do today? So prior
1: to being um, an esthetician, I was a makeup artist for 10 years. And every time I worked on skin, when I was doing their, I'm sorry, excuse me, every time I was doing their makeup, all these models for production jobs, um, I would notice that if they had really bad skin, I would get yelled at because I was the makeup artist, right? So they were like, oh, their makeup looks bad, their makeup looks bad. But I was always really into skin anyway. So because I touched so many faces all the time, I was so interested in how their skin played a role in their makeup and, and the aging process and all those things. And I just became obsessed with learning about skin. So Probably for about ten years, I studied skin before I even um, dove into this line of business. Because I had my models that had oh, wow. basically really bad skin. Everyone had really bad skin, and I had to make their skin pretty. So I would teach them about all the things that I was learning, so that they could have better skin to make my job better.
0: No, that's true. Because when I was when you had done you had done a facial on me. And I went up north, and as I was speaking, the girl's like, oh, my gosh, your skin's amazing. I was like, because I just right. got it hydrated. She's like, that's literally key to having yeah. your makeup look great. It makes a really, really
1: – And your skin – Oh, thank you. I try. I work on it all the time, constantly, constantly. But, yeah, that was really it. I mean, I was I was really like always into it. And day. also when I was young, um, it's crazy because when we were younger, you know um, – You know, no one really worked on their skin or really cared about it as much. I mean, now it's kind of like everyone is into it. But I was always really into it because I didn't want to look old. And I, you know, prevention is is always easier than correction. It's like working out your whole life. You know, if you work out your entire life, you're probably going to have a great physique your entire life. And if you take care of your skin your entire life, you're probably going to have good skin your entire life. It's the largest organ on your body. So, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. it's always been like your passion. It's always been like,
1: um, I feel like not, no, skin was not always my passion. It was my passion for me personally, but not my passion for other people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Well, that's what I, yeah. Like always, always always. for yourself. And then that was was a passion project that learned into but i feel like you're making it very modest you you own a very beautiful facility you just moved into your own thank you congratulations in miami shores right miami shores beautiful you guys have to go check it out and um not only that but you also did the whole interior design I'm like who did this you're like i did and i was like how are you so great at everything (laughs) how (laughs) Uh, you're just gonna be friends. I'm not good at everything. So like, right, that's why you got to have great friends that yeah. balance out all the things that you're weak at. Um, but what, and then you're wanting to get into like other things we're talking about, but what, like you're constantly mm-hmm. evolving and growing. Like, where is that coming from that next thing? Because you're not just an esthetician. You're right. also a teacher. You're a mentor. You are, you've created such a um, you've created a, a mm-hmm. community in what you're doing. Like, has it always been like that of you creating that? Or did you think like, hey, I want to create a community and I want to teach and I want to
1: No, so honestly, when I started doing this, um, I didn't really have an idea of where it was going to go. So it's kind of like when I started, when I go back to makeup, when I started makeup, it was something that, I was like, oh, I'm really good at this. I like doing this. I-, I love being an artist and being creative. I didn't know where it was going to lead me. I just had that you know, gut intuition that this was the path I was supposed to go on. And once I did it, every door opened for me because I was open to receiving what I was supposed to be doing. And then when that you know, chapter of my life ended and I di- dove into skin, I didn't really know where it was going to take me. I just knew that I really loved um the science behind skin i love the feeling of knowing that i can change skin but also making people feel confident and beautiful was something i really liked it was it was something that may, gives me more pleasure um more than anything else to make someone feel really good about themselves because when you get when, when someone's like wow i feel so beautiful you changed my life i can look at myself in the mirror it, it's something i can't explain to anyone how that feels. It. I mean, when someone looks at themselves and they feel ugly, it's a really terrible thing, you know? So, I mean, all of our definition of beauty is different. So, but for me, that was what felt good. As far as like mentoring and teaching, um, I didn't ever know that was my path. I just always liked to do that. Like I loved like taking women and like kind of joining forces with them and having it, I love being in a team. I love to be, I don't like to be solo. I love being with other people. So I don't know if that necessarily was something I even thought about. I just think I naturally is, am able to do that, and then um, mm-hmm. I just think I work so well with other people, and I'm such a team player that it it, it kind of happened that way. But I, I really had no idea where my makeup, my, my skin career was going. Like, not I, If you would have t- asked me four years ago if, th- if I would have been here, I would have said no way, no, yeah, yeah. I probably, I probably thought I would have been, I probably thought I would have been like maybe, like maybe doing something more online, like being maybe more of an influencer, I guess you would say, or selling products online or doing, I wouldn't have thought I would have had my own facility.
0: And so what you're saying too, is you just kind of listened to your intuition and you just kind of took that next step and that, that, because a lot of people try to like, See everything as a whole, and they get so frustrated. And I think it's very refreshing to hear from you to say, especially for people listening, is like I didn't know mm-hmm. it was going to turn into this. I just kind of took I, right. that first step, and then this step. The step.
1: I mean, step. I think it's great. I think it's. And I think it's great over. to have a plan. Obviously, you know, you don't want to. Sometimes I'm a little too impulsive, but um, I think it's good to plan things out. But sometimes your plan doesn't always go as you plan. Um. And I think you have to like naturally trust your, it, once you start trusting your instincts a little more, I think, I, I think once you make decisions, you're a little more confident about those decisions. you know what I'm saying? You're like, I know, I know this is the right thing to do. I know this path is the right path to go on. And even if, you know, you get steered in different directions, it's always, it's always something better. So I, I really just trust like where I'm going in the process. And even if, it ended or it didn't work out or it took me someplace else, I would always be like, Wow, well that that took me from A to B to C to D, you know?
0: Yeah. So there's a word that I've been using a lot. It's called pivoting. And right. that's practically what you're saying is like yes, have a plan. Because I'm like, you don't seem like you're disorganized because your your spa is like very like on point. You had an event for your like you're very also organized and planned like your place is clean and spotless like you're not just right 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 now do what you want to do so for people that that don't know you like let me just inform you know she's not no like, i don't i don't sleep like that, but <laughs> no, <you're> very... <laughs> um but even like when you moved like everything was very strategic like you had a strategy behind but um when it comes to pivoting, you had mentioned to Mm -hmm. trust yourself and to trust your intuition. Um, Have you always been so connected to your intuition? Because I know a lot of people have a hard time with trusting that. Yeah,
1: I think it took a long time to fully trust my intuition. Um, I always had a very strong intuition. And I had moments where I didn't listen to it. And I was like, "Oh, that wasn't good. But as I got older and started really following my intuition, I think I think what makes you go against your intuition is your ego. You feel me? Because your intuition is telling you one thing, but your 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 ego is telling you something else, right? Because your intuition is not always something you want to hear, right? I mean, it could be anything. It could be a relationship. I mean, what if my intuition all of a sudden one day was like, oh, this business is going to fail. Maybe I should sell it. And then I hold off to the end and I lose everything because I didn't follow my intuition when I should have, you know, because that was my ego saying, hey, don't do that. Um, it took me a long time and a lot of mistakes to finally trust my intuition. And now I'm to the point where I don't question it whatsoever. Once I have a, a, a feeling and I really know that it's, it's the right. It's it's like it really is my intuition. I don't I don't even bother. I don't even question it anymore. I'm like, oh well I you just know. It takes a long, long, long time to trust it. I think once you start doing it like once or twice, you're like, Oh, it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. you gotta <laughs> give really in. Give. You gotta give in.
0: Yeah. So really like giving yourself an opportunity to have mm. a new experience to be like, Okay, well it's not working. This way, so let me try this way and see what happens. And typically, you're always right.
1: I've never done. Do you have
0: now, girl? I saw you uh, on your stair stepper, so I know you've been working out, and you're, you know, I know you take your health very serious. But what are some of your like non-negotiables? Because part of the show is also like celebrating the woman behind. Mm. The lane, like, like, what it takes to keep you mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically strong and healthy AF. So, what are some of your daily non-negotiables that, like, keep you operating at high
1: level? So, I, um, I don't go out much. Not gonna lie. Like, I, I really make sure I sleep so that I can get. Um, so my brain is working, you know, and to get to like, basically I need to like get a lot of things done during the day. So I'm very, I'm very focused on the things that I have to get done. So I don't let, um, I don't have many distractions going on in my life. And everyone that I have surrounding me is. They have to have, so I want to say that, I want to say that everyone around me at this point in my life adds a lot of value to my life. And so I'm, like I said, I'm not distracted. I think distractions for me is a non-negotiable. I can't, I can't be distracted by nonsense anymore. You know, it's not like I don't want to have fun in life. I'd love to have fun. I love to do things, but, um, I just don't have time for things like that anymore. And I, and I don't find them as important either. So it's important for, I have my goals and I have a lot of responsibility. A lot of people I'm responsible for. It's not just me, right? I have other people's lives in my hands. I have people's livelihoods. So I can't get distracted much at all. I work out every day. It's very important for me. Even when I go on vacation, I work out every day. Um, it keeps, it gives me my, 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 mental peace. So I have that time by myself. And um, so I can, you know, give the best that I can give to everyone I, around me, really. Yeah. I eat really healthy, too. I I, I don't I, – my diet is super, super important. Um, trying to think. I feel like I'm kind of boring. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, there are certain disciplines that have to yeah. be established in order for people to – reach heightened levels of success and and I think that's I mean that was besides getting to like talk to my friends and build strong relationships with powerhouse women, I also want people to understand like yeah. there's a blueprint behind every successful human being and it's not super stimulating. It's
1: you're hundred percent right <laughs> I mean I feel I feel you like, know, like with very I feel that style. if um it's probably why what do they say um uh, you know what is it like? Five percent or one percent? People, you know, are, high, are really successful and you know make a certain amount of money because it just takes a it takes a lot of your life. You know, it does it takes a lot of your time. I mean, I I wake up every day around six a.m. and I work five hours before I go to work. You know, but I I, I actually really love to work. So it's something about me. I've always been like that. I've always like really really liked working. But I, I think that for me, it's um it's the game that's so fun for me. Like the, the game of business is very fun for me. So it doesn't so much feel like it's a boring job, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like, like I like to understand like, what is it that keeps you like mentally strong, emotionally strong, energetically strong? Uh, You mentioned like Mm -hmm. sleep for sure is a non-negotiable, the people around yourself with, you have like a beautiful relationship. With yeah. Jade, with your husband, um, I mean, even your clients—we become yeah. friends. We become friends by me going to you, and like you, just have such a light way about you because your energy is everything. Yeah. I try to tell people, like energy—it's very great. important, and people can
1: feel it. Um, for me to be mentally strong, I, I do, I, I do a lot of work. Like I read a lot of self-help books. I've done a lot, a lot of work to get myself to this point, and I think eliminating um, a lot of toxic people around me probably weighed me down more than anything else for a very, very long time. Um, once I started surrounding myself with the right kinds of people, um, whether they're successful or not, that has nothing to do with it. It's actually, when I when I say value to the table, it it's like value emotionally, value um, energetically, value even when, you know, someone who uh, maybe has the same kind of lifestyle, like diet that I have or working out or even my clients, whatever it may be. Um, when I started to eliminate lots of toxic things around me, everything around me became better. And I was able to bring the right people and the right things around me. And like you said, like even my clients, like I want people to come in here to have like a, it has to be a whole vibe. It has to be a whole energy. And that's with my staff too. Yeah. You know, I want everyone that works with me to have the same kind of energy. Otherwise, Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was just going to
0: say that. I was like, even the, the mm-hmm. ecosystem you've created inside your workspace, like the girls, these yeah. are light, they're happy. You guys laugh a lot, but you're also about your mm-hmm. business at the same time. You know, I love that. I love that you can actually be profitable business wise, but also still yeah. like, have fun and have a good time and be in a good mood because people like for me, that's like my rest time. You know, people come in that's like the rest time, but it's like, we get to hang
1: out with my friend at the same time, which makes it even more, you know, enjoyable. Yeah, to I, I, see took, you. I took a, I took team. my time um, with my team for sure, finding the right people to be on our team. You know, with that saying, it's um, it's um, hire slow and fire fire quickly. I didn't
0: hear. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Hire slow, fire. Quickly. So you know, you
1: it mean to get the right, to really. I don't waste too much time on. People that don't bring value to um, the glotique either. You know, like it, it's we're so small here. And my goal, really, when I like close my eyes and I think of the gotique, I'm like, okay, I don't want glowtiques all over the world. I want everyone from all over the world coming to the glotique. So how do I create that? How do I get people from all over the country to come here? You know, I don't want to be everywhere. I want them to come here to us. And it has to do with every single person that's here. And if if you can't come to me, Tanya, and you go to another person here, Danica or Nicole. I mean, I want you to love them as much as you love me. I want you to be like, oh, my God. Like, I don't care who I go to. They're amazing. That is the that is what you want, right? You don't want everyone to go, oh, there's only one person there. That's good, and that's it. Yeah. Well,
0: it's like what you're saying, too. It's also yeah. the consistency in your business. Of the Like, uh, one thing that I really loved about the yoga shawl that I used to go to, is no matter what time I could make, I knew that they were all right. trained properly by the main guy that was like the business owner and like the main person that mm. created the school. And everybody was trained from him, so I know right. that it was consistent right. exactly no what. So what are some core values you look for when you're with not only your team members, but also, like, friends, your inner circle, like, because you mentioned that, too, like, there has to be, like, values in place. So what were some of those, like, what are your, like, non-negotiable core values and people that you now bring into your life in this season of your life?
1: So one thing that is really important to me is um, people that respect time. It's really important to me that people respect time. Um, I, I... that, that's a big no-no for me. I, I can't handle that. Um, everyone around me, I feel that, um, obviously, they're honest. You know, honesty is really important to me. But that they see the same vision that I see. And they treat it like it's theirs. You know, when you have people around you that, like, love you and love your business just as much. Like, it's if it's their own, it's, um. there's no money that can... that can beat that there's it's it's priceless to find people that like really love it like it's it's hard it's hard to find that yeah
0: do you so there's a question I've been asking a lot like like who did you feel because you mentioned you had to get rid of a lot of toxic people in your life and I know you and I have have had this conversation personally because it turned into like a whole like Conversation. I'm like a therapist in the room. <laughs> but like, yeah. What, what did you have to overcome, and who did you have to become in order to like get to the space that you are now to build to, to built Rochelle of who Rochelle is now? What are the some things that you had to like adapt to, and some things that you had to let go? So
1: I or? noticed when um i had a lot of you know like i said toxic people around me i think there was a part of me that was a bit of a people people pleaser and you know i would go out of my character to please people but also because i didn't like rejection and i didn't want them to like not like me or not want me even though you know life's rejection is god's protection you know what i'm saying um and I think I would hold on to things that weren't good for me anymore for such a long period of time. And it would really, um, it would really break me down more than anything. And it, it was, um, there was a moment in my life where I had a really bad experience with um, a boyfriend, ex boyfriend, whatever, that it was probably, I mean, probably one of the most disrespectful things that anyone could ever have done to me. Um, and I knew I should have broken up with Skye like from week three you know, <laughs> of talking to him. And, um, and I didn't. And then I ended up staying in the situation that was so long, but it broke me down so bad. And I swore to myself after that situation that I would never, ever put myself in that situation ever again. That's why I said I would trust my intuition because I knew my intuition was right. And from that moment forward, I started that 90-day rule with everyone around me. And nine, had, people had 90 days, friends, boyfriends, whatever, to for me to not see what it was not what I liked about them, but more so what I didn't like about them. And was I was I really willing to deal with what I didn't like about them? Because everyone has things that you don't like, right? But I was like, "Well, can I deal with them?" So those were there was the, that moment in my life that happened, like four or five years ago. Um, and then from there, I I really mm-hmm. um, I really changed my whole life around. I mean, no one, no. Can you huh? tell them exactly what? That-
0: can you tell,
1: like, our viewers exactly what you're not what that ninety? Okay, day is? so I st- <laughs> so, you know, when you – I don't talk about – So, they don't. you know when you – this is day like, day okay, long? so you know when you go to a job and they give you a 90-day probation period. So, like, let's say if you worked at a bank, you would say – they wouldn't, like, just give you the keys to the vault. Yeah. Like, they would just be like, okay, you have 90 days to prove to us that you you deserve access to – the, the money or to certain things. Right. And so I just started applying that to all my relationships. So when I meet someone, I'm like, okay. And I'll, I let them know too. You have 90 days. Uh, nobody ever made it past 30 and maybe 42, but no one went past that point. And so basically within that period, instead of me being so blinded, like I said, by all the things that I love about you, because I already know what I like about you. Right. I mean, I'm talking to you for a reason. You're my friend for a reason. Maybe you're my client for a reason. However, I started paying attention to the more important things. Like, what are your behaviors? You know, your consistency, your respect, how other people talk about you, how you treat other people. And when I started to do that was when I was like, oh, I don't. I don't like you so much anymore. And it, it, and it started to like, you know, you start to see the red flags go up. But It was me more paying attention to those things. The red flags are you going to call them. And it just started to change even how I had relationships. And I would just start cutting people off real quick. And it was honestly the best thing I have ever done. I was like, well, I tell everyone, I'm like, you need a 90 day rule. It's amazing. No one makes it. And if they make it, you keep them there forever. Because that's, everyone's nice out the box. You know, every employee is amazing. Every guy you date is great. Every friend you think you find is amazing in the beginning, but you have to pay attention to their character. You know, what do they post, what do they listen to? You know, how is their relationship with their family? How is their relationship with money? How is their relationship with their other friends? You know, why do they not have friends? You know, why do they not talk to their family members? Like those things are really important. You have to pay attention because you know, I know it sounds it, it's a harsh thing to say, but people, we're really not special when you think about it. Like, my relationship with you, like, I treat you the way I treat everyone, you know? I love you. I give you respect. I give you my time. Like, I care for you. I treat you like I treat everybody else. But, you know, you're not special. If I treat everybody else bad, I'm going to treat you bad, Right. <laughs> Like I'm not gonna you I'm not gonna wake up one day and be like I'm gonna treat you great even though I treat everyone else bad around me. But it, it really changed my life. That ninety-day rule was the best thing I ever did. Best thing. And you can ask my husband Did you um, come up with it? Where did I know did where did it? I see it? Um no, I didn't. I'll tell you where I did it. I went to um is it called V Vu Voo? Voo Church? Val Voo Church is that what it's called? Vu Vu Church. And I went, this is when I had that really bad relationship breakup. Remember I told you? So I went to this church and the pastor said this passage from the Bible that said, um, what is it? It is, um, be careful. Oh, hold on. Let me think of it. It's about your heart. Oh, protect your heart above all else for it is the wellspring of life. And basically when he broke it all down, it's, you know, you have to protect your heart. And he gave the analogy of like working at a bank and all these things. And that, you know, you don't just give your heart away. You don't just give your trust away. That people have to earn it and that it takes time. It doesn't mean you have to be closed off or act like you don't care or, you know, act so hard that you're you're you know you're untouchable. That's not what it's about. Like I'm not I don't want people to think I'm untouchable because I'm not untouchable. I want you to be able to relate to me. I just want you to know that I have a boundary. Mm -hmm. I have a very clear boundary and i and i didn't have clear boundaries and then from there i was like oh this makes sense so I, also you know what i was doing wasn't working and the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again so i was like clearly i need to change something in my life so no i didn't i kind of came up mm-hmm. with one well, not really but it was more it was more that it was more that day that i, I that pastor said that to me, to me but to everyone
0: yeah well Took that I out. ran with it. I tell everyone. <laughs> but it, but it's true. I mean, you don't think of it like that. And I know even for me, like, I give, like, my whole heart. And the moments I give my whole heart to so fast, it's, like, mm-hmm. devastating. And then I got to go back and do some deep work to collect it. But if you would have yeah. just taken a time to just, like like, take it slow and just really audit and assess everything. You can, in yoga, they say anticipate suffering and don't go there, which is like practically right. the rule in an aspect. Like if you know it's going to happen, that's amazing. You guys, 90 days. Make it's, it a year. It's the best it's rule ever. <laughs> that's an amazing rule. I, I'm definitely
1: to everything. To, to everything. I definitely to everything, though. The, like not just love, to everything. Friends, yeah. business, you know, business partners, you know, people that you work with, men, I mean, you apply to everything and it, 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 it works. It just, you know,
0: mm. no, it's true. Yeah. And even projects, because people have, people have a hard time understanding if they even want to like fully mm-hmm. commit something. A lot of people have commitment issues because they're like, oh, then I'm going to get stuck in it forever. But if you even apply that, like. Let me see what happens if I enjoy it and I can change my mind. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So this goes into into, uh, relationships. And because you are in a wonderful, happily, newly married, right? It's been, what, a year? No, it's been a little over a
1: year you have been married. Angel had the Um, the 90-year rule. He knows all about it.
0: Oh uh, good. Yeah. Now we're all going to have it. Okay. So we got our singles on here. We've got people that are, that are dabbling people that are dating. Um, you and I have had, Oh, he's on right now. He goes, Oh boy, we've had that. But what would you say? I know you and I have talked, so I love mm-hmm. our conversations because it's real talk and factual talk that people need to hear about, but you have a lot of people generating their energy, Dabbling their energy in things that could have been more productive if they put it in towards their business or they put it in towards something that's actually going to add more and build them up versus break them down, as you were saying. When it comes to relationship, before you attracted your husband now, what were um, were there things that you had to change within yourself in order to attract somebody like him? Like did you do yeah. any of the deep work to like everything that energy?
1: I changed everything. I mean, I was, you know, by myself too. I think taking time to yourself is really important. It was probably like three years that I was single Um, because I think you really need to know what you like. Like you said, you're non negotiables. You need to know what you like, what you don't like, what's really important to you, um, what's worth fighting for. You know, at the end, like what at the end of the day, like you really have to know. Where do you see yourself in 10, 15, 20 years? Um, do they have the same morals as you? values? Do you, do you even know what your morals and values are? Most people don't have a clue. They just think, oh, I want to get married and have kids. I'm like, but do you? You know, they, they, have no, they have no idea. This is just what they were taught. They just think this is the, what you're supposed to do. They think, oh, I found someone who's really sweet and nice to me. I'm going to marry them, but they don't dig deep to know if that person even has what it really takes to be in the relationship. Do you know what, I, does that make sense what I'm saying? Um, so I did a lot of work to figure out what, what I thought was really important. And I I honestly would write everything down. For three years, I wrote all the things down that I really, really liked. And it was like, it could be the the smallest details. It could be, I want to make sure that my future spouse, you know, has hair. I don't know whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? It could be really small little details, but those are important, right? Like whatever is important to you. And I just started for three years, just writing things down that I started to notice as I was dating or as I was by myself or things I started to s- discover about myself that I felt were important. Like for example, I, for me in a relationship, it's very important for me to be with someone who is thoughtful m- more than anything. I think that I don't care so much about presents and things like that, but it's really important for me to be with someone who's thoughtful. It could be anything like, hey babe, I'm coming home from, you know, work. Do you want me to um grab you, you know, anything, do anything at the house, things like that, because I was married for a very, very long time. And as time goes on, it's not about being in love. It's about having a friendship with someone. Because love goes like this, right? All the time. Sometimes you love them, sometimes you hate them. But you need to be friends. And I think when you're friends with someone, you're actually more thoughtful of your friends than sometimes people are of their spouses. So that was something to me was important. But like I said, I would go and just write things down, write things down, write things down. And I started to notice things about myself that I need to work on. Like, you know, some, there were times where I was extremely selfish or times that I wasn't sensitive or I wasn't emotionally available. I'm thinking like I'm going to find a guy when I'm not even emotionally available to have somebody. So how, you know, You have to work on yourself a lot before you meet someone or you're, or you, you settle down, I guess you'd Mm -hmm. say you're, you're always working on yourself, but I think a big part of you have to, you have to be pretty strong in, in your character.
0: Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful, to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So Click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even for me, like being single, I people like, do you go on dates all the time? I honestly don't because I yeah. am very clear on if I'm going to share my time with somebody. They I already, I'm clear on the type of person I'm going to share my time. And in the, in between time I'm working to become that type of woman that is capable of not only attracting, but being right. that type of a man. And so I think a lot of people don't understand that instead of just wasting time, you know, like, and you need time to, you know, yeah. build that character and the core value. Yeah, I character. mean, and
1: if you're, if you, if you are, I mean, that. there's nothing wrong with dating, but the problem is, is like, if you're constantly like dating all the time, um, you're putting a lot of energy into a lot of people. And, um, you can get caught, you can, you can I mean, I used to even, obviously I dated before, but you can ca- get caught up in, in a lot of things that you don't necessarily, it'll distract you. So you got caught up in, in a yeah. lot of things that, you know,
0: I'm, I'm laughing because you know I'm laughing that word that you use. You can use it you want <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh my God. What it was like, like mind blowing the room. I was like Yeah. It's distracting. It's distracting. It's very distracting. Then, then it consumes. Yeah, and it takes away from your business. It takes away your energy.
1: I mean, I, I told you I told you that because yeah. I told my daughter and I was like trying to teach her, you know, when she was mm-hmm. young, probably like maybe eleven or twelve. And I would talk to her because obviously they're going to talk to you about sex and their friends are going to be talking about sex. And I was like, well, I want her to talk to me about those things, but I also want her to be smart about it. I don't want her to be scared of it or to feel like, oh, this is a bad thing because that's something that is such an old school way of thinking. Like, oh, no, you don't have sex. Like, your kids are going to have sex. You got to, like, get over it, right? Um, But I want her to understand that the energy exchange could make you, like, it can make you kind of crazy. And people, people get so yeah. crazy or get so digmatized and obsessed with it and they lose focus on everything else that's important to them, you know? So it's such a, a big energy exchange and you have to be really careful who you're giving your energy and time to, but I mean,
0: men, men, because then you're also taking on, especially as a woman, that mm-hmm. person's energy and their anger their
1: fear and their doubts and we carry that. Yeah. A lot. But it goes for it goes for men too. You know, men take on, you know and it's 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 a very it is it's a very strong power over somebody. It really is. It can really make you do some really outrageous and stupid things.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm past life and this lifeline. You know, that's why I like having these real conversations because I have even my male clients where they're on course and they get diverted because yeah. of that, you know, they get, they get into a relationship that they know isn't really going anywhere, but they're caught up in this, yeah. it's a distraction. It takes away from their business and the time of like building them. Yeah. Up and what doing. I
1: think is great is like when I met Angel, um, you know, he has his own, um, business he has his own thing going he has his own life and I and it was it was it was refreshing for me because it wasn't like he was trying to take over my life or I was trying to take over his life you know I have my life he has his life and then we have our life together and that is the best way to do it right like I'm not trying to take away from his goals or anything like that I'm here to like you know you know water him you know what I'm saying, and he's supposed to do that for me. He's not supposed to change me, and I'm not supposed to change him. We're just supposed to help each other grow on a, and be on the same path together. so I think that was for me when I met him it was like really refreshing we like I said we were actually friends it wasn't it wasn't like crazy butterflies it wasn't anything like oh my god, like I wasn't obsessed or anything. It was just like a nice normal relationship which I never even had before I never had an experience of meeting someone where I wasn't like crazy or obsessed with or something like that or had those you know butterflies we had to talk to that person all day long he was it was we were both so secure with ourselves and our lives and it was it was so easy and and it was it was nice to be like oh okay yeah this is this is how it's supposed to be it doesn't have to be so difficult you know we don't have to be like so like joined at the hip you know he can do his thing and i can do mine then we do our thing together which is really nice
0: well they were saying like the most successful relationships are like once the lust is gone you know the love isn't there you guys have to still be able to like you mentioned be friends and have something we're building on together and it seems like you were whole you had work to get yourself whole He had work to get himself whole and you guys come together and you're just such compliment like I love watching your stories and seeing things and you guys
1: like, yeah you're just
0: like a vibe like you just yeah you like fit you know it's cool when you see couples; they end up like kind of looking like each other too sometimes. <laughs> right like the like the really strong couples you see them you're like you kind of look like each other they say like you hang around
1: yeah it's like, like you're it's other. like your pets <laughs>
0: What about, like, what about in the spaces as you've grown and evolved? Because I get a lot of these questions, too. Um, and you mentioned the significance and, and the power of your inner circle and the people that you're surrounded with. But as you did work on yourself and as you've grown into this, like, powerhouse woman, um, what was the transition like with even friendships? Like, because people always have that so- question.
1: So – I I had a I had a lot of friendships that are you know that ended. Um I think when you start to really work on yourself and the things that are important to you, um those people that were in your life were just in your life for that season. And when that season is over, you know, cuz you're once you're evolving and that if they're staying in that same space it doesn't really work because it's just going to pull you back into that space i mean i have people of course that have stayed over many many years uh, like you kind of like grow together but i would say the majority of relationships definitely ended but i'm not scared to lose friends i'm not a type of person that's very scared to lose um friends or things like that because i just see it as i just see it as that there's a season a reason or a lifetime for lots of things that happen in your life. And mm. I don't want to be in a situation where, like, like I said, now if something ends, like I, I don't, I'm not mad about it. I don't get angry about it. I'm like, well, it wasn't meant to be in my life longer than it longer than now. So it was there. It served its purpose or that perfect person served their purpose or I maybe served their, per- maybe I was there. Maybe I was their learning lesson or I was their, you know, their season. Maybe it wasn't so much for me, you know? so I don't I don't get upset about those things at all I don't worry about I don't worry about that ever I don't want to hold on to anything that's not good for me or not good for them
0: mm. um was there like is there because I also get asked you like about like the transition is it just like hey like I know for me and you too your schedule is so busy you yeah. have such limited time um somebody's like hey let's like meet for coffee I'm like I don't like, I'm going to go to yoga. You want to come to yoga? I'm going to go to the gym. Welcome. Like, like how does that work to know that the people that are actually do want to grow and get on, you know, the ones where you kind of funneled out during
1: your Um, process? I think people that are really supposed to be there with you through your whole entire process. It's almost like you you can always pick up where you left off with them and they're okay with, not seeing you all the time or their relationship changing and they have a if they under they understand that you know there are moments where you're gonna they're gonna be really busy or i'm gonna really busy be really busy i don't think i've ever really had any issues with those with those things that from like the people that are like my core people like ever i can probably talk to some like like one of my best friends, if I don't see her for four or five months, I still am in constant contact with them, even if I don't physically see them. But I, I, and, and they're okay with that. And I'm okay with that. We we kind of have an understanding, like we know we're busy in life. You know what I mean? But I also, like I said, I surround myself with people who are probably just as busy as I am. So they understand it too. It's hard to be around people. It's hard to be around people who don't really like get your, get what you're doing because that's when there's problems. they don't get it. So what do you do with that? Yeah. You
0: know? And then it's like, oh, yeah. Do you just be like, oh, I'm just unavailable, and I don't then know. it works its way yeah. out, or are you just like, <laughs> delete, <laughs> block? No, I. I mean, these are honestly quite, people ask me this stuff, and they want to know. And I, how
1: do you, how do you, what do you, how do you handle it? Said,
0: I invite them, part of my growth, and if they want to join, they know where I'm at, but I tell them, like, I'm in a season where, you know, I'm climbing, and when I'm climbing and I'm, like, in a good space, I'll come get you, you know, if, if like, that's what it's got to be, but for now, if you want to be around me, this is where I'm going to be when I have my off time, and like I said, like, my downtime is going to yoga or going to the gym, because I don't have a lot of I have a lot of dreams and goals and, you know, just like dating. If if I know you're not going to be somebody that could be potential into a long term relationship, I it's a no. So that's just kind of how it is. Because like you said, there is people, people just see you when you're there and they think it's easy. But there's a lot of, as you mentioned, like you spend yeah. five hours before work yeah. for work. There's there's a preparation yeah. for the game every
1: day. Every day mhm- yeah it's it's
0: a it, but people just see like you now, and like, oh, she's just so beautiful, and she's fat and she just right it's easy for her, like
1: right tell you. it's a lot it's a lot, it takes a lot of work, takes a lot of time, it's um consistency, you know dedication i mean dis- consistency and discipline outweigh um, motivation every time, so you know you have to like like it's, it's 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 constant constant, 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 and you know honestly I don't know if you find this to be true, but I think a lot of people have a hard time dealing with that personality type
0: well we don't have a hard time dealing with each other,
1: but you know what I'm saying like they I think some people really have a hard time with that, you know
0: that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to create minding my business is I had a way an unawkward way to create a table of women that I admire and I value and for other people to get to hear and get to learn about you but I think everything comes down to also taking personal responsibility and knowing that if I exist other people like me exist and and just like stay focused on that because yeah for a long time I was told like I was too much or I was too loud or you know, why, why do you have to keep going for something? It's like, like, why do I have to explain myself to you? That's exhausting. True. So when you come across somebody like yourself, where you're just like, you're light, you're beautiful, like you have goals, you have core values, um, you take personal responsibility for your life and how you want it run. It's like a breath of fresh air.
1: So I feel like when you
0: meet your people that, Mm -hmm. it's light it's not like so heavy
1: I get it yeah
0: yeah I know you get it (laughs) because we get each other (laughs) I mean even the day that I saw you like but not only that you're fun but like you're like so sharp like your your attention to detail you're very um you're very about things, like you take pride in what you do. And there's a lot of those like traits that are very admirable. But I think even like when looking for friends, you even need to have a list. But it's the same thing. Like, what do I consider a good friend? And yeah. am I that friend? Like there's sometimes i um, Yeah. not, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't know. What season am I? How would you how would you define success for you like in this season of your life because everybody's talking about the word success everybody's talking about goals um but you mentioned that you have friends that um add value and it doesn't always have to be as far as like right. financial value and i think a lot of people attach success right. to money but how do you define success
1: um so for me um, my success is when I set a goal for myself, obviously, and I can attain that goal is, is success for me, right? Um, but it isn't it isn't so much about, I mean, everyone loves money. Don't get me wrong. Money is freedom, right? Money is great. like, And so that seems like the prize of success, right? But for me, like I told you, I feel like being able to do what I love, and be around really great people and inspire people and change people's lives and even help mentor other women to grow into, you know, maybe they'll be entrepreneurs or, or take on a business or something like that, that, that feels like success, success to me. Like, that's what makes me feel fulfilled inside. Like, I, like it's not always a, a, a money thing. Fulfillment. So a mm-hmm. fulfillment thing. I think when you do what you really love and you feel really and you that. feel really passionate and you get to I mean don't get me wrong because there are days where I'm like you know? <laughs> but when you get to do all the things that you really love and it it's it's pretty amazing it's a really to feel fulfilled is is great so that would be a success for me
0: You mentioned this because I was like, that's one of my questions is what do you do in days where you don't feel good about yourself or you don't want to show up or you feel mentally weak? Like, like what do you do on those days to really pick yourself up?
1: Well, some days it depends. So let's just say I'm having some days. I honestly will just take a mental health day where I'm just like, you know what I need? I need a day. I need a break. I'm not going to show up to be my best today. I'm not going to give my clients my best today. I'm not going to be give my my employees my best, and I'll literally be like, "You guys, I just need like one day, and I got to shut it down." Um, I think I feel like I function better that way than to continue um, when I'm when I'm feeling like that because I that gets me on a burnout mode. So I actually have to step back a little bit instead of kind of like going through it. I mean, I'll never have a, a moment where it's like days and days and days or weeks and weeks and weeks that I'm feeling that way because if that were the case then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it continued like that. But I take more I take more time to myself than anything. And 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 that's and that's a luxury that you have when you are, you know, when you do have your own business or you're an entrepreneur. Like you have to you have to understand that you need to have time. Like you can't run Every second of every day, twenty four seven, go 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 go. You're not really doing that great, you know. You need to like step back a little bit and wow. and charge yourself again. You know, it's like a battery; it's going to die. So you have to do that. And I and I I used to do that though. I used to run 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 run, not go on vacations, not take breaks, not see my family and things like that. And that wasn't that exciting either. And I and I get to do all those things now and um and i'm i'm still doing just as good so i'm like okay i could take some time to myself but i, I need time do you all hmm.
0: do you have like a certain a certain ritual that you do like to get you back up like for me i actually had to take that this morning i was like my brain is shot so i what i did is i did my workout i went to the beach i did an ocean plunge rollerbladed meditated Night. twice and then I was like, all right, let's go. So do you have like a go-to? Like, like I know my go-tos. I call it when I'm like yellow lighting. Do you have any like, this for those like days to prevent bur- burnout, to have your mental he- health day, what is like your go-to that you know is always going to um, charge you up?
1: I always um, work out for like an extended period of time mm-hmm. and I stay outside. Like, I'll go to the beach. I need to be outside. I need like the sun, the ocean, I need I need things like that. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Even just sitting by my pool, just listening to music, dancing, um, things like that. I just I need to like I need to like not think about anything. Nothing. Just totally vibe out for the day. And then I swear like one day like that I'm great. Yeah. yeah it
0: really is. But you mentioned too also catch yeah. it before it leads to anything and that's what happens is you respect mm. yourself and that way a lot of people don't respect respect that and they push 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 and then they get yeah. sick for like two weeks or they need to, to recover from yeah
1: i mean i've now. i've even i mean there were times where like I, i've done this and i can probably name like 10 clients like i've called them and i'm like i'm, I'm close to most of my clients so i'll call them but, like i'm really just like not okay today and i'm honest about it and they're like it's okay girl like I'll see you another time, you know. But like, I think being honest about how you're feeling is is important too. Like, we're we're just human, you know. We're not we're not meant to, yeah. you know, run in circles all day long. We're just not meant for that. I mean, I I get it. Like, there's a there's a goal, and everyone you know, everyone seems to like want to make all this money and do all these things, but it'll come when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life. Yeah. It, the money will only, always follow like if you're if you're trusting um your path, you're trusting God, whatever you want to call it, or your intuition, and you're on the path that you're supposed to be on, you don't really have to worry that much. You put in the work, you put in your time, you stay consistent, you stay disciplined to it, and you follow the path wherever, even if it takes a left or a right, you have to go with it, pivot, whatever you want to call it, you know, and it's always going to follow. The money's going to follow, the success, whatever you call successes, is going to follow. That's, that's what it's for. It's your purpose, right? Like my purpose might change too. I might be doing this today and three years from now, this might not be what I'm doing anymore. And I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with taking this and, mm. and going down another avenue or pivoting, you know, and following that wherever it takes me. You, you have to you have to know that. You have to know that about yourself. I, I think people don't do it because they're scared too, you know? I think fear plays a huge part in, that, you know, being like, and, and having constant stability. Or failing, you know, failure, for failure for some people is really scary. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like it's actually fear, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with mm-hmm. trusting yourself? Because you're saying the difference between the logical mind mm-hmm.
1: and then the heart. Um. I mean, I'm definitely not a fearful person at all. I don't get... I, I there, definitely.
0: But, but you are getting advice people, so <laughs> we're rolling with that.
1: I know. Um, there. I think it's hard. I think it's hard. I think that's a hard thing. Um, be, being fearful is, is hard because it means you're not trusting. You know, you're not trusting your abilities. You're not trusting what you're really supposed to be doing. That's it's 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 tough. It's tough. I mean, how do you tell someone? Just don't be scared. Like that's easy to say, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I notice the people that actually are the most successful are the ones that they still have fears. Yes, exactly. Do it anyway.
1: I mean, most of the things I. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, noticed- I don't no, remember. You, you said you noticed what?
0: <laughs> We're in the flow. I can't interrupt you when you're in the flow. Um, I. Either. <laughs> but um we we're just talking about like I guess trusting yourself, you know, like it's it's um the most successful people that I notice is the ones as I said, like mm-hmm. they just do it anyway and they still have that fear, but that's why like I like to see like what are what are the day-to-day like the habits, the rituals, the routines that are in place that allow you to have the will and the courage yeah. to do it anyway. Um
1: Oh, you're at, yeah. You're at. But you mentioned uh, you're not, um. No, you you talked about
0: like your um your training, knowing when to like when you're not okay and yeah. being honest about it, because it's if you listen, you're gonna be out for a lot longer because eventually of course, something's absolutely. gonna stop you. So you might as well do it mm-hmm. sooner than later. I can't believe we, I can't believe that we've been on for about an hour now, but.
1: I want to end
0: with this. If you can leave the audience with one thing that you feel would be very impactful, or that's been a very impact for you, um, that could they could take with them on a day-to-day basis, what would that one thing be?
1: Oh. That's... <laughs> wow, I don't even – I'm getting hot. I don't even know. <laughs>
0: Something simple. It doesn't like something where I think what happens is people give advice and it sometimes is so yeah. overwhelming that they don't even know where to start. So when you were like on your, in your space of transitioning or picking mm. yourself back up or recollecting your power, what's one thing that you would like, hold on to?
1: Um, I would just say to keep you moving. Um. Uh. I would say, give yourself grace, you know, like give yourself grace. Mm. Like it's okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're not perfect and it's okay. And you're you're not not special. special. I know it sounds really (laughs) harsh. (laughs) And you're not special. And you're not special. You're not special.
0: So give yourself some grace. (laughs) You got it. I meant we that, right? Be, we have, yeah, yeah. No, I do. Well, the thing is, when we create, even when we create, um, I bought a course with Gabrielle Bernstein yeah. on relationships, and she was saying, like, even in coaching or people that you go to for services, when you put somebody on a pedestal, and because we are all human, you they do one thing that's human. And then you, like, right. bash them for it. But it, when you understand I'm special, I'm human, you're not special you're human. We're just here just trying to make this thing called life mm-hmm. amazing and, you know, do good with it. But, yeah, I think it's uh, when you understand something, it's not so harsh. It's just
1: real yeah. talk. You're special.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: no, I'm
0: not special.
1: <laughs> you're authentic. authentic. You're
0: authentic. We're authentic. We mind our business and we stay on our lane. But, yeah, I love that. Give yourself grace. That word has been coming up really? a lot, actually, with uh,
1: with My sister says cycle. that to me. You know another really good one? Be a screen, not a sponge. Hmm. What does so that mean? Let's see. be a screen, not that. a sponge. So, let things go through you. Don't absorb them. Mm.
0: My sister says that
1: to me a lot. It really helped me a lot. I love that yeah
0: did it, yeah, I noticed a lot of people in here too come on in there. they do feel deeply, and you learn over time um you know, give people some type of advice that could fast track them or to help them just elevate their mind, their business, and see like, hey, you know you're not alone, and everybody else that's doing amazing things have gone through the same things because I wish. I'm sure you could say the same uh, community. I wish I had a community where people told me right. these things were going to happen and that I felt like it because I, I think the reason why we say that have grace for yourself is because we could be really, mm-hmm. really hard on ourselves and that really can do some really self-destructive right. stuff to break 100%. us down. Mm-hmm. So you're not special. Give yourself grace and be a screen, not a sponge. <laughs>
1: By Rochelle. And have a 90-day rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. 90-day rule. Wow. How did I forget <laughs> that one? That is like. That needs you, to are be not, a book. you are not. You are not
1: the first person who has said this to me. I swear. Lots of people say this to me. They're like, what's a 90-day rule? What's a 90-day rule?
0: Yeah. You, book. 2023. I'm going to put
1: it on Rochelle my thousand list of things book. to do. <laughs>
0: perfect I'll be there I'll be on that list too
1: love
0: you thank you so much for being on the show today I love you too thank you guys for joining us until next Tuesday remember to mind your business stay in your lane and do great things and if you're having bad days don't project it on other people just get yourself right love and more. we're here for you love you guys nice love you you Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.